Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be talking about iliotibial band syndrome, IT band syndrome. And I know some of you are probably like, what in the world is that? What are you going to talk about today, Dr. Juan? What does that have to do anything with anything? Uh, IT band syndrome is something that a lot of people are dealing with that they're not even aware of. And I've had a couple patients here in the last couple months actually um, dealing with this issue. So I definitely want to take some time and talk about it and give some tips and you know a little bit of information on how to uh, address IT band issues and also how to do it at home so you don't keep having this issue. So, uh, of course, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at IsDrLon.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You're more than welcome to talk to one of our team members or leave a voicemail. Once again, 937-552. 7364 or you can also you can also text that number 937-552-7364 you can text the word dinner uh you can text you know any any anything you need um you know new patient etc you can text any of those words to our office and obviously we'll get back to you and help you in whatever capacity we can so you know always 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 just you know reach out if you have any questions and you want to find out more about health and healing and how it happens naturally. Uh, do We do have a dinner coming up on April 11th, 6.30 p.m. at Basil's and Troy. This past dinner last week uh, was uh, awesome. You know, we had a really good turnout. Met a couple of you who actually been listening to me on radio for a while, so I appreciate you guys coming. Nonetheless, uh, if you're still kind of on the fence whether or not you should try something different for your health or lack thereof, uh, by all means, always reach out to our office. Once again, 937-552-7364. So, you know, uh, of course, without further ado, I love to dive into the show. But uh, bef- before I do that, I always love to share with each one of you listeners. And I know some of you listen week in and week out. You probably tune out right now in the portion where I talk about my mom. But I do this because a lot of people just happen to stumble upon my show randomly. And, you know, for me... The reason I get on radio every single week is super simple. I want to help as many people as possible, not ever become my mom or deal with my my mom dealt with, you know, has been dealing with now for eight years. So my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer six years or eight years ago now, um, you know, and she calls me to tell me this and she starts crying on the phone. Of course, I start crying on the phone as my mom is my hero. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know what to do. I'm scared out of my mind. I don't know what to do. I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. I'm like, okay. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely not the normal standard thing people do when they have cancer. So I don't know what to do. You're not doing the conventional treatment. I'm like, you know what, mom? I know one thing. I know God put an amazing power in the brain. And if the brain and the body are communicating at 100%, it ought to function and heal at 100%. So mom... Let's get your spine checked and see what's going on. So we got our spine checked, and from the side view of the neck, when you look at the side view of the neck on x-ray, you're supposed to be nice and curved, 45-degree angle. Well, when my mom 
got her x-ray taken, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. Her neck was completely straight, which is clearly not normal. So then from front to back, when you look at somebody straight from front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, she was not. From T1 through T7 in her upper back region, my mom had a bend in her spine, a scoliosis, mild one, uh, going side to the side, off to the left side. So when I saw that, I knew, I'm like, there's no way that that's helping anything. <laughs> there's no way this is actually obviously doing anything positive for you. So I knew that, and I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm like, this has got to be causing some issues. And then at that moment, I realized, like, you know what, mom, you've been dealing with upper back pain, neck pain, and headaches, and sinus infections forever. It makes complete sense because all these areas that are being strained and stressed out, literally the nerves that come out of there go to those organs that you have issues with. So it just makes sense to me. So I finally asked my mom, like, you know, why are you finally deciding to do things differently? Why are you deciding to do things more natural? Like, what what's going on? I said, son, simple. I finally realized that I can die and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. For those grandchildren she's talking about are my kids. Eden, who's eight years old. Eve, who's six. John Luke, who's three. And Ellery, who's eight months old. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, my mom, I'm thankful and blessed to report that my mom is still alive today, seven years post-diagnosis, even though her doctors told her, you're going to die if you don't follow our treatment. So my mom took responsibility for her health. My question always is this, who is responsible for your health? You guys know the answer. You are responsible for your health, right? So in our country, we've just been accustomed to just following whatever the insurance companies say and whatever, um, obviously, you know, the doctors say and not even questioning ever, not even looking for an alternative. It's just crazy to me that, uh, you know, <laughs> one of our one of our colleagues in, you know, had a family member go to a doctor, a medical doctor's office, and, you know, this person was chatting with the receptionist and, and uh, the receptionist basically uh, asked the, the the patient hey uh you know what else are you doing for your health she said oh, i'm going to a chiropractor it's like oh yeah never let a chiropractor touch you that's what she told her <laughs> so it's just you know once again there's a lot of naive innocent uh assumptions and you know a lot of you just uh people that don't even know what chiropractic is and what we do and it's just funny that they're passing judgment without obviously ever ever trying anything else but, you know, they won't even buck at the actual fact that, hey, you know, I might get a surgery that may paralyze me or kill me, but let me just go ahead and do that blind faith because I trust the medical system completely. And not saying that, not to trust the medical system, it has its place, of course, you know, but the reality is this, a lot of people will question some things that are more natural than others. So it's just, uh, it's just mind boggling to me. But at the end of the day, you know what? You have free will, you have free choice, it is a free country. So if you want to approach your health naturally, by all means do it. If you want to approach your health, you know, on you know, the, the 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 medical way, by all means do that as well, right? So it's entirely up to you. The literally the ball's on your court, you do whatever you think is best for you. So today I'm gonna to be diving into actual iliotibial band syndrome. IT band syndrome. So the iliotibial band is basically a tendon it's a tendon slash muscle there's a little bit of deliberation between you know some super nerdy science people that are still trying to prove that it's a muscle or it might be a tendon etc but nonetheless it's a tendon um 
So the IT band, um, that's what it's known for short. So iliotibial band. So it's the ilium to the tibia uh, band. So iliotibial band, I'm going to say IT band from now on. So the IT band is, what is it? You're like, okay, well, what, what are you talking about right now? I don't, I had no idea how to IT anything because I'm not good at technology, Dr. Juan, ra ha ha, right? You know, people will say jokes like that. But the IT band is a band of, it's basically a tendon continuation of a muscle uh, that is on the outside of your thigh on both sides. So if you were to stand up straight and drop your hands down, you know, palms touching the side of your thighs, those palms will be then be touching the side of your leg. And if you were to press in, that is the iliotibial band, IT band, right? So it's essentially a continuation of a muscle uh, that's very, very small. And that muscle is just up like where your pockets are in your jeans when you put your hands in your pockets right there. Um, so just as where that cut is for you to put your hands in your pocket, if you feel in that area right there near your hips, right, towards almost towards the front, there's a little muscle, triangular muscle right there in that area that's known as the tensor fascia latae. So TFL, it sounds like a drink at Starbucks, but it's not. <laughs> it's tensor fascia latae, uh, lata, uh, also pronounced. So the tensor fascia lata is basically a tri triangular muscle that allows you to bring your hip out or, you know, swing your leg out, right? So abduction, abduction, right? So this muscle is very small, but it has a ton of work to do. And it, it translates that work from the ilium all the way down to the knee via the IT band, the iliotibial band, right? So the thing is this though, this IT band gets tight and it causes pain and it causes knee pain and it causes a ton of other issues that a lot of people will actually shuck up and think that it's actually something such as knee pain or something else, right? So this is where I want to just educate you today as to what the IT band is, what it isn't, um, how to prevent from it from prevent it from getting worse, how to delineate whether it is an IT band issue or something else, and also what you can do naturally to actually treat these things at home. So. Uh, first, I want to go over what the IT band is and what it does, right? So just specifically, once again, is a tendon um, that is called the iliotibial band. And it basically goes from your hip, the side of your hip, all the way down to your knee. So to the tibia. So the tibia, not the femur. The femur is your thigh bone. The tibia is your shin bone, right? So it goes all the way down there on the outside of the knee. So like, you know... Uh, near that side of the knee from if you were looking at somebody from the side that where you see the knee there that IT band goes across that knee to the tibia right so the IT band is pretty important because it allows you to do a couple of movements right so I'm not going to explain every movement that it allows you to do but one of the most important ones it allows you to bring your leg out or like swing your leg out so a abduction so it's just a scientific nerve saying putting your leg out away from the midline of your body, right? So that's what the actual IT band's job is. It stabilizes you while you're walking, uh, while you're bending your knees, uh, et cetera, right? So the problem arises when your IT band gets really, really tight, and then that causes tension in the entire uh, lower leg, or, I mean, lo lower portion of the actual you know, thigh bone, which is near the knee, right? So 
this IT band, if it gets tight, then it starts actually, it's, it's very, very thick. It's flexible, it's elastic, it's fibrous, right? So it's supposed to move, but when it gets very, very irritated, it becomes, um, it becomes very um, uh, less flexible and less, you know, elastic-like. So then that starts putting uh, normal tension and pressure on the bursa, which are little sacs of fluid to prevent friction, right? So that's one of the top things that happens, but then it keeps pulling and pulling and it eventually could actually lead to people having knee pain. So a lot of people have knee pain, think it's their knee, but it's actually the IT band being tight, especially if your knee pain is not dead center. Like if you were to rub your hand on your knee on the front of the knee, if you just go off to the side by 90 degrees, the outside of the knee, if you have pain there, that's probably not a knee related issue. It's actually more likely than not that your IT band is actually tight and you may be de dealing with or suffering from a IT band syndrome. So folks, I am out of time for this segment. We're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to Living the Full Life from 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Day and Susan Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24 hour news, weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937 552-7364. Once again, you, you can call that number or you can also text that number at 937-552-7364. So I want to welcome you back today. We're talking about actual IT band pain. So IT band, if your IT bands are tight, it's going to cause a ton of issues, especially in your knees and your hips. So I want to go over first though, before I dive into some of the solutions of what you need to do, so, you know, the the biggest thing is that obviously that IT band gets tight and it's I'll dive in a little bit more into how that happens, but you know, is is how common is the IT band syndrome is the first question I want to kind of answer. So, right now in literally there are a ton of actual people that are dealing with this issue. So, in America it's roughly about 20 you know, 15 to 20% of people deal with this at least at some point in their lives, right? So what is it that it actually does? And who does it affect more than others, right? So when you're thinking about IT band uh, syndrome, so obviously meaning that you're having it over and over, it's repetitive. So people that actually, some athletes, and if you do any motions that are similar to some of these athletes, you may have this issue and not even know that this is where it's coming from. So the IT, IT band syndrome affects typically this, these type of athletes. So basketball players, cyclists, hockey players, especially hockey players are always putting pressure on the outside of their leg um, to stay on the ice. Then runners, skiers, and soccer players, right? So you have to be aware that, that if you play any of those sports or you're still playing a sport, if you're still running, uh, you know, from, you know, back in high school, cross country or high school, you know, track and field, if you're still running, you know, do not be surprised if you get 
some issues with your IT bands at some point. Not that they have to stay there forever. Some people will never have them, right? But some people actually will have, you know, IT band syndrome. So um, some people are just actually predisposed also or predisposition to developing IT band syndrome. And if you're not an athlete and you're not dealing with all the stressors of, you know, running around and et cetera. So some people that are not athletes actually have some traits that give you a slight above average actual chance of getting IT band syndrome. So one of the top reasons and the reasons why people will see and they will get this IT band syndrome is because they're bow-legged, right? So bow legs is definitely one of those things that can show up and also start wreaking havoc on your IT band, right? Having one leg that's shorter than the other, right? So this is where unless you, and this is one of the top things that a lot of patients will come in and say, hey, Dr. Juan, I went to so-and-so and they tell me one of my legs is shorter than the other. There is, yeah, there's definitely a possibility that that can happen, right? Some studies are arguing that everybody has a leg that's shorter than the other, right? But nonetheless, um, a leg being shorter than the other is typically not the main issue of IT band is that you actually have a pelvic rotation causing a leg to function and feel as if it is shorter than the other leg. It feels and appears as it is longer because if you have a rotated tilted pelvis, it's going to lead to that. Okay. So uh, another one of the common reasons for people to get IT band syndrome is knee arthritis. Okay. So definitely these things are things that you should be aware of. Um, especially if you have yourself have these issues or a loved one has these issues, definitely, definitely something you might want to look into as far as maybe stretching or being preventative so you don't end up or that loved one doesn't end up with the iliotibial band syndrome or some sort of craziness going on that they cannot manage. So I am out of time for this segment. Once again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO. This is the top. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome, Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today. If you're coming back to the show, I just want to, you know, obviously tell you and remind you that obviously your body can heal naturally from within, and we can obviously do that and help you naturally without drugs and surgery. Uh, so you can be exactly your designed to be healthiest version of yourself. So previous segment, we we're talking about obviously the IT band, but um, I want to, I want to kind of talk about some of the reasons why people get the IT band syndrome and why this obviously, you know, he de- deals with uh, some people and more so than others. So, some of the causes of tight tibia include things like excessive foot pronation. Uh, so obviously the, your foot basically rotates inwardly, stretches the iliotibial band, and obviously it brings you, you know, it brings it closer to your bone. So 
uh, the IT band clearly is a stretchy portion that's obviously uh, tight due to the lack of mus muscles moving and the body moving it. So then hip abductors are weakness. So abduction is the bone, I mean, I'm sorry, the muscle that's responsible for the, the, the motion. So abduction, abduction, that's when the body's moving the body part away from midlines, away from the center, the, the away from the center. So that is what the, um, that is what the abductor weaknesses is. If your abductors um, are tight or weak, you're gonna have a pretty hard time stabilizing the knee, and that obviously would lead to clearly, um, you know, your your IT bands becoming tight and obviously having pain in that area. Then the other one is internal tibial torsion, which is uh, it's basically your tibia is twisted inward to your body. So this puts, um, you know, your IT bands closer to your bones, um, which clearly once again causes the IT bands to be tight, therefore causing them to obviously not only be tight, but also cause syndrome, meaning that those areas are going to be sore and hurt, um, no matter what you do. So then medial compartment arthritis leading to Judovarum. Um, so medical compartment arthritis happens in your knee joint. So basically it causes your knees to spread when your feet touch the ankles. So this obviously puts a tremendous amount of iliotibial band and also tightens it. So then uh, another one is pre-existing iliotibial band tightness. It's, it's literally possible that you can be born with a elliptical band seminar and realize that all the information that um you know that people are dealing with when you know when they're looking for um the solution for this it band issue uh some people don't even realize that there's uh, it band tightness that just they just have and they obviously have it just because of the way that their bodies are you know, shaped and the, the way their bodies were created. So, uh, so you can have a pre-existing iliotibial band uh, tightness that just, just happens to happen due to the fact that your body is designed a certain way, right? So some of the um, symptoms that people have when they um, when they have IT band syndrome. So this these are the symptoms that people will have is hip pain. So you have hip pain, your iliotibial band literally repeatedly rubs against the greater trochanter, which is that bone on the hip. So if you were to walk around like the kitchen and you hit like the, the, the hip off the corner of the counter, um, that bone right there is called a greater trochanter, it's part of the femur. So if your IT band is really, really tight, it'll start actually pressing down on that actual um, part of the bone and there's actually there's a, a, a sac fluid filled sac called the bursa that if that fluid filled sac is in there and that IT band is really tight it actually will put pressure on that bursa and that bursa will get inflamed ca causing bursitis so obviously 
this is something that can actually happen if you do have uh, IT band syndrome. So uh, another thing that you'll notice is that, you know, whenever you, you have IT band, you know, tightness or IT band syndrome, so you feel clicking sensations, literally. It feels like things are snapping and popping and clicking on the outside of your knee. So that would be a pretty good giveaway that you have, um, that you have actually IT band syndrome when if your knee just keeps clicking um, and you know, you still, you're still feeling this, this sensation that things are like popping or clicking. So that's a really, really good indicator of the IT band being obviously uh, the IT band being tight and it um, just being tight and causing some issues. Uh, another one is uh, knee pain. So the the, the lateral epicondyle, which is literally the outside uh, edge of the knee, uh, bottom of the you know femur, basically the long bone, the, the thigh bone, right? So this area um, also rubs against the actual IT band, and that causes that friction. Once again, if your bursa gets inflamed, then you're having knee pain on that outside portion. And then what another symptom that you'll notice is the warmth and redness. So the outside of your knee might literally look just just red, basically. And then when you touch it, it's red and you know swollen and you know tender. That's just basically telling us that there's inflammation in that area just from overuse and the actual um, and the actual joint itself, specifically in that area, is just getting actually swollen from overuse is no different than obviously utilizing any other body part uh too much it gets inflamed it gets sore and then it gets swollen and it's all because the body's trying to obviously protect itself and it's trying to stabilize that area so now then of course that is um that is that right there is the the actual symptoms that people deal with so the thing is though how is it that you diagnose and how do you test for IT band syndrome, right? Um, so uh, one of the biggest w ways is that whenever you're moving and especially when you're moving your knees and performing like physical activity, you'll notice that there'll be different sounds and, you know, in the knee uh, or the hips as you move. So that is one of the ways that, you know, it's confirmed for the doctor to start looking and seeing what's going on, right? Uh, another way is to, uh, obviously for you start, to start having pain over the greater trochanter and both hips. So, so once again, that hip bone. So if you put your hands down to your side and you kind of put your hands near where your pockets are in your jeans. So and you go back a little bit, that right there, that bone that you're feeling right there is called the greater trochanter. So if you have pain on both sides there, that's some of those those ways that a doctor will say, okay, if you have bone, you know, that pain in that bone on both sides, that tells us that clearly that is obviously something that's an issue. So it's one of the ways that they can confirm uh, whether or not you have IT band syndrome. So then, you know, another one of the ways that you can actually, you know, be diagnosed is by pain that increases the longer you exercise because obviously you're overusing it and overusing it and that clearly starts rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and that inflammation and pain then leads to clearly um you know 
the the inflammation and pain leads to you having a symptom which once again the doctor can diagnose diagnose you with so um so then now um what what happens after you're diagnosed right so what what do they do so you're you're diagnosed and then that's it you, you have this label of hey you have it band syndrome right so what, what can you do from there so you can do uh, obviously further testing you can get an mri you can do ultrasound etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think the best thing is to figure out how to fix it naturally right so what can you do naturally to fix it you know and you know and, and a lot of people are trying to fix this issue and they don't even know what to do so one of the top ways to actually treat it band syndrome is by resting right so resting your your knee especially if you're doing a lot of like knee bending exercises such as hiking running uh you know lunging squatting etc um pretty pretty important that you understand that that right there literally causes the body to um to exacerbate that area which in turn leads to the it band getting tighter and obviously causing more pain right so the other thing that you can do is obviously take some pain medication which clearly um pain medication has its place whenever obviously you know god forbid you were to fall off a roof and break an arm clearly you can take a, a painkiller to reduce that pain until things get better right so i get that uh, but if you think about it if you have it band syndrome should you really be taking advil motrin or Aleve? all day every day because you're trying to reduce the pain in the actual hip or the knee or should you probably try something more natural and not take a medication so you're not obviously destroying your liver slowly we all know that all drugs are toxic uh any doctor you can ask them it's like hey you think drugs are toxic they're gonna tell you yes because they would never drink or eat a or take an entire bottle of advil or tylenol for example because clearly it can be lethal so you know instead of approaching the problem with this medication obviously there's other ways that you can clearly reduce the actual inflammation and the pain so uh, i think pain medications of course have their place but definitely should not be the number one go-to uh, especially when you have something chronic that you've been dealing with for even a few weeks because if, if you start masking it with the medications you're not getting to the cause of the problem number one number two you're also uh, you know, then now jeopardizing the health of your liver and other organs because you're taking a medication over and over. Once again, trying to cover up the symptom of pain due to a misalignment uh, in in your hips or just overuse. So I do have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you we're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. I want to also remind you you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. Also find us on 
the internet at AskDrWan.com. And also, lastly, find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. So I want to welcome you guys back, and I want to go over some of the treatments. Of course, we talked about rest and pain medications in the last segment. Um, a, a few other ones that I definitely want you to be aware of, and I'm going to try to get through all these and kind of give you an idea of what you should and shouldn't do. But um, let me talk about a couple other ones that are, you know, a little bit more invasive than just, you know, trying something natural. So the biggest one right now, obviously, is pain medications we talked about, rest. Uh, another one is surgery. So clearly, you can surgery, but uh, you can do surgery, but clearly a lot of doctors are probably going to, you know, shy uh, against it. They're going to shy away from it just because, once again, you cut uh, IT band or alter in any way, you're changing it forever. So a lot of doctors will not go for that. But it, it is an option, which clearly we don't want you to do. We want you to obviously do something as natural as possible. So another way that you can actually help the IT band uh, syndrome is by manual therapy, meaning that uh, physical therapists, obviously, you know, or a massage therapist can actually teach you not only to use a foam roller or you know even self-massage but also target a specific area with their own hands or their own tools so definitely manual therapy would be something that would be pretty pretty appropriate and obviously of course chiropractic would also fit in here because chiropractic is done by hand so uh by the chiropractor what would happen is that the chiropractor can actually adjust the hips and adjust the alignment of the femur to the rest of the body and that sometimes will reduce some of the tightness and soreness on the IT band so uh, physical therapy obviously physical therapy is phenomenal um, you know it's definitely a modality that I refer out to pretty regularly um, you know big shout out to Novacare that's who our, our patients you know I refer people to just because um, they just have a phenomenal system um, and they're very, very good at what they do. So, but physical therapy, why isn't that is it, you know, why is it that it works? Is because literally it stretches, strengthens, um, and basically balances things out in the body symmetrically. So then it starts, you know, affecting your knee or hip or just your IT band. And it starts affecting it in a positive manner, meaning that the body's actually adapting and able to, you know, withhold more pressure, more tension, uh, and able to obviously, you know, carry more load. So that's where, you know, also I would recommend looking into. But what you can do at home before you have to do any of these modalities is super simple. Um, I would recommend doing a foam roller. I know that's probably something for you is very foreign. You don't know what, what I'm talking about. So what it is is a roll. It's a PVC pipe with a foam, you know, padding around it. And what you do is you put it on the ground. It kind of rolls, right? Because obviously it's a cylinder. So what you do is you put your side of your leg on that foam roller. You put some of your body weight on there and you basically press down and compress the IT band and that causes the IT band to become actually um, to become actually softer and also less tight therefore reducing the amount of pain the pain the amount of pain and tightness and soreness in that actual IT band area so uh, foam rolling is one of the best ways to obviously get the IT band 
uh, to loosen up. A second way is by actually stretching. So stretching. Uh, and then the third way is posture training. And this is what we specialize in our practice. We literally will readjust the spine and then readjust the person's posture so the body's actually carried in a better position. So the body is not dealing with these abnormal alignments, obviously that would be causing, you know, tightness and muscle fatigue and also muscle, you know, injury, uh, because you're so far out of position, your body's overcompensating in an abnormal way. So folks, uh, that is what the IT band uh, syndrome is. That's how you take care of it naturally. Uh, if you have any questions about this topic, uh, by all means, please text our office 937-552-7364. If you want more information about what we do in our office, our office, once again, 937-552-7364. We do have a dinner coming up on April 11th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil St. Troy. So if you're interested in coming to that, by all means, please get, you know text the word dinner to 937-552-7364 so we can obviously answer any questions and you find out where true health and healing comes from and how to take care of things such as IIT band syndrome, headaches, and other issues that we deal with on a daily basis as naturally as possible without drugs and surgery. So thanks so much for listening. You guys have a blessed rest of your day, blessed weekend. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.